Okay. How do we sound? Oh, we need to go way up. Yeah. But it looks like it's catching up. Way up. Oh, that's the wrong way. Okay, how about now? Sounds great. Maybe a little bit more? Uh, well, there's that, that hum in the background. Hum. Yeah. We already have the low-pass filter set up, so we're just going to have to screw with it in post. Try right. to get that out. I'm going to turn it up a little bit more. This one's gonna be a bitch to edit. <laughs> like actually having to edit, edit it. Yeah, like actually have to screw around with uh, all the bullshit there. Okay, so let me pull up the notes. And the creaking chairs. It's the ambiance. It's the ambiance. Uh, ambiance. Ambionic fluid. We can hear them whispering. It's not so bad, though. <laughs> How's those pillows work out? Zachary? I am ready, Christopher. Alright. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Still Unsponsored Podcast. Live from New Orleans. Live from New Orleans, where we cover marketing, management, and other BS. Lots of the other BS. Exactly. So, this episode is an experiment, because we are actually on a rooftop bar in New Orleans, using location. our original stereo mic. So this may or may not work. You gotta be optimistic. It's gonna work. It's gonna work. It's gonna work. It might sound a little funky. Might be a little bizarre. It'll work. Alright. Also, so it's during the day. Yep. Uh, it's no, a Monday. It's a Monday. No beverages either. That's right. Normally we cover the what are you drinking. Correct. We have been drinking coffee. Yeah. And water. And we've been here for two days, so we've right. been drinking. Right. But, yeah. So, anyway, the home in the background, I think we're just going to have to deal with that unless we can get that out and, and post, uh, but we'll find out. It's the ambiance, it's, man. It's the ambiance. But yeah. there's not, you know, there's not a lot of, like, party noise or whatever, so. Well, we picked the quiet side of the city, I think. That's, that's true, we did. We're, we're and in business district. We also have a GoPro running, so... You may be able to check us out on uh, YouTube if all of this comes together properly. <laughs> when the stars align. <laughs> when the stars align and everything, uh, you know, happens. So, uh, anyway, episode three. So we're going to cover a little bit of news, and then we're basically, uh, I heard this referred to as navel-gazing, or it's sort of meta. It's a podcast about how to start a podcast, Ugh. right? But... Uh, I think what we're going to try and do here is uh, we're going to try and transfer as much of what we've learned so far in our wise three-year or three episodes. <laughs> well, three-ish. Three-ish. And more importantly, what we want to do is actually plan a launch, right? Yeah. Because we really want to try and maximize what we get out of uh, 
out of the iTunes algorithm, and we've done a little bit of research on this. So what you're about to hear uh, in the second part of the show is basically two marketing guys that have a lot of experience with acquisition marketing trying to figure out how to do something new. Right. And if you are listening to this and you don't know us, you're not related to us somehow. Hi, Mom. <laughs> then, well, there goes that one other audience yeah. member. We just have started eliminating them every episode. So, anyway, if if this works, then you will be listening to us plan the marketing plan, the launch plan that worked on you. Wow. How deep? Yeah, that, that's real deep. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about some other bullshit first. <laughs> Damn it, and now I have to mark it as explicit. (laughs) That lasted three minutes. Well, better than the last two. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, All right, so did you read the article about Amazon uh, and businesses that are not? Okay, so. No, fill me in. Okay, so this was from some rando website. uh, Quartz Media? Yeah, I've never heard of them before, but they came up on, like, Google News or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was basically going over a Wall Street survey talking about what Amazon couldn't disrupt, right? Because Amazon is basically out there disrupting everything. They're they're going vertical by vertical. Just cha-chung, cha-chung, cha-chung. Yeah. And the news that sparked this was that Amazon's getting sportswear brands. Uh, And the company signed with a vendor that produces clothing for Gap, Uniqlo, and Kohl's uh, to make a private label athletic wear for Amazon. So soon, instead of wearing Nike, you'll be wearing Amazon. Maybe. Mm. Maybe. You and I are both fans of Lululemon. Yeah, so we'll be wearing Amazon athletic wear. Maybe. So Hopefully they get the, uh, the black stretchy thing figured out. Well, I think that's going to be one of the differentiators right there because it's going to come down to it's going to come down to product, yeah. right? Because Amazon has the hammer, which is their distribution channel, and so you know, I, I think it said here that uh, you know Lululemon and Under Armour dropped two point two and one point eight percent down yeah. respectively uh, on this news. You know, I think maybe more as a consumer or like someone that's interested in the end product. Until I saw it, I probably would be skeptical of what what Amazon's about to put out so yeah sorry I'm just watching the levels I'm like it, no, you know what it'd be interesting to see I mean the question is how many people buy those brands for brand sake true yeah right you know if, yeah. if you go down I no one shops at the malls anymore but uh, if you go down the street in the city for example you know how, how many people really care what they're wearing is, is it the label versus the quality of material because I know Gap's been trying to crush this market. This specifically, like the sportswear kind of Lulu market. Right. Gap's been going at. They have uh, what's that? Gap Athletica or right. something else. I mean, they're, they're really. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. No. And I guess it's like you know, Under Armour and Lulu could still defend themselves by having technically superior gear. Yeah. Right. You know, you go into an REI, right? And you see, you see, brands across a. A spectrum, yep. right? And the higher end brands that demand more for their products are the ones that are like technically superior. Yeah. You know, and we, when we talk that talk about like technical outdoor gear, that's like moisture wicking, Gore Tex, even you know type stuff. So, yep. you know, 
it'll be interesting to see what really interesting to see what happens but I would still expect my you know Lululemon shirt to dry faster than you know my Amazon athletic hopefully hopefully and if it doesn't then that's going to be a crazy shake up well I mean market. Amazon also can just exit pretty darn quickly too I mean I don't did you ever read that Jeff Bezos book uh, it was a biography it was an autobiography it was a biography about Jeff Bezos kind of the Amazon takeover yes no Anywho, so one of the, uh, essentially they would, they would roll out in different verticals. Like, I, I don't, I don't remember this, but they actually were trying to take out, uh, jewelry. Mm. And they were supposed to be a big jewelry, kind of, and the arch nemesis was Blue Nile. Oh, yeah. Guess what? They realized it's not worth it, Blue Nile. Right. We, we see, we see to you. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happens as well with, with the sportswear. If it doesn't right. take off, well... You know, kind of just check it off and you know. So on. maybe the people that should be worried here are the Gap's Uniqlo and Kohl's because you know Lululemon, Lululemon in particular. I think you know Under Armour. I feel like their brand might be waning a little bit as yeah. they like diversify out into a million different verticals. Mm-hmm. Yoga's kept or yoga, <laughs> Lululemon's kept it pretty tight. Yeah. Um, so. You know, and and I think that they've maintained a tighter grip on their brand by not using other distribution channels. Yep. So, uh, yeah, uh, we'll see. We will see. What was the other one? I was just I was just browsing real quickly. So the other the other category was auto parts, oh, uh, which yeah. is safe from Amazon. You uh, know that one. I I almost have a harder time believing that that one's safe because you got to get the distribution channels in, but that seems like. What does an auto parts store do? They deliver quickly a high volume of SKUs. And you, you nail which it is, quickly. Which is what Amazon yeah. does. It seems like that is dead center. Whoa, is that Jet? What is that? It sure was. Uh, that's exactly what this article is saying, is that it's not even, not even about the price sensitivity. It's all about the extreme Speed. purchase. Yeah. Yeah, you're exactly. cruising on the highway. Something blows up. You need to stop immediately. Right. Because something you're not gonna wait for. Prime so are are we gonna live in a in a world where like you blow a radiator hose and so then you prime now like to yeah. the side of the road your new hose? Give me a break. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's happening. You're not into that. I would be. Uh no, no. All right. Oh, I mean, hold, yeah. No. Never, never, never. <laughs> okay, Zach's service shop would be prime nowing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. So, uh, with self-driving cars coming out here in the future, I would not be surprised if you go to work one day, your car drives itself to the auto dealer or the repair shop, gets itself fixed, and then picks you up on your way home from work. Well, that would be sweet. Wouldn't that be pretty good? Damn. Yeah. Cool? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Totally. Well, you know, I, uh, I think it was even Gary Vaynerchuk was speculating that like you would send your your automated car off on errands like before you even woke up mm-hmm. right so you'd be yeah. you'd be waking up or whatever and the car goes off to Starbucks yeah. and gets gets your dry cleaning and whatever and comes back i can't wait i i i, I i'm saving all my marbles as soon as that first totally level 5 car comes out i can't wait i'm with you yeah you know what <laughs> It's a revolutionary. We, we'll see we've how, had many we'll, discussions. We'll see if this actually this. happens. But yeah, I know. Okay, so yeah. we've had many discussions off. Yes. You know, not being recorded. Right. Uh, you know, I recently went the other way. I bought a Forerunner because I wanted a Stone Age technology, like off-road capable vehicle that would get me to the point where I could buy a pod car and not have to drive. Yeah. Right. And then I would have two cars. I would have the car that would like definitely required human you know, interaction to drive because it was fun that way. Yeah. You know, so that's your sports cars and your off-roaders. But, you know, 
think about like all the BMW 5 Series, you know, Lexus, you know, GS type cars, like dead when automated comes out essentially (laughs) right they gotta be on that bandwagon quick yeah exactly well the other thing that you and i i had speculated about and you had made fun of me for was like the return of coasters here we go i was waiting for stagecoach to come out okay well no all right but here we go okay all right you know what we should actually table this for another conversation perhaps no i want to do it now you want to go down the road i want to do it now okay so here we go according to my automotive history that i've learned from top gear Mm -hmm. so someone's gonna wikipedia this and be like you're wrong if i'm wrong you can hit us up on social yeah uh still on sponsored.com yeah uh, but basically, in the early days of automotive, there was like there was people building platforms, and then there were people building the the interiors ahead, yep. or, or, or sorry, on top of that, right? So, given the we might be cut short here. Looks like there's some kegerator stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, these guys are AC guys. We'll see. Given the uh, complexity of building a level five. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, there's an aluminum ladder coming out here, and then, then I think we'll be okay. Yeah, but the GoPro's in the way. Yeah, close enough. Anyone fast-forwarding will be like, what? <laughs> okay, so what I was saying was uh, the... <laughs> Stagecoach. Hey, we we decided to do this outside, so we we deserve that. Uh, it is a beautiful day. It is a great day out here. Uh, okay, so there's not going to be. A, I I feel like it's less complicated. Or okay, there's two different core competencies: building a great interior and building a level five automated car, right? Yeah. And so I think that it's in a conceivable future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On scene. On scene. Oh, damn it. If they're working right over there, this could just about to end. Uh, uh, damn it. <laughs> All right. We had you going. You were going. You're going down we're, the road. We're going to power, power through. Okay, two different core competencies. Yes. Building a car interior, yes. building an automated car. Yes. You may go pick, yep. I want the Android automated car, and I want the BMW interior. Yep. Right? Okay. <laughs> Got that out. I still don't see that ever happening anytime soon. Yeah. All right. Who knows? We'll see. Fine. Wait. We only have to wait a few more years, anyways. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We hope, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Uh, second. Second news story. Um, beer marketers search for answers as wine and spirits keep winning. Okay. So I chose this one basically just because I'm into wine. Uh, but it is interesting that millennials have basically stopped uh, or are not drinking as much beer. So well, it's not hard to understand why. I mean, no. It tastes gross. Yeah, I mean, sir. I mean, okay, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like coffee. You know, you can get acquired to the taste of coffee. It's the same thing with beer. If you when you had your first sips of beer at age twenty one or older, yeah, probably did not taste very good. Well, okay, so I wonder also this this story basically just begs more questions than it has answers Mm -hmm. because now I just immediately want to go segment and I want to say like, okay, are the gallows of the wine world winning? In this, or 
is it like wine has so much diversity that you can go be a hipster very easily and say, oh, it's this great bottle that I found for $10 and you'll never find again. Like we were discussing this earlier today. It's yeah. like, it's sort of hard to, you know, find repetitively find things at different stores in different regions of the world. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because of the way wine's distributed. Whereas like Bud Light's Bud Light, Bud Light, Bud Light. Right. Consistency is key. Right. So, you know, are, is the beer world eating itself with all these microbrews that are popping up in places like, you know, Portland and Austin? And, yeah, you know, it could yeah. very well be. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I think people, too, I mean, they, I don't know. It seems just from my perspective, people like to hang out with friends and whatnot, and it's much easier, I think, to hang out with friends drinking a bottle of wine or having some nice cocktails versus pounding down some beers. Mm-hmm. Plus, it also, you also get... Uh, in terms of drinking, I mean, even though you get different amounts, you get you get hit harder. I would say, I would say, among my friends, it's maybe still split between beer and wine drinkers. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Sorry, uh, but but definitely the beer drinkers aren't drinking Bud Light, Coors Light, Heineken. They've gone up market. They've gone up market, and you know, and that's not. Not to say that, like, that's that's regardless of, you know, basically where they've ended up, you know, economically. It's like, I, I think there's just, like, maybe this is a byproduct of the internet. Like, a general demand for diversity, right? And if you're not providing that diversity, then, you know. Well, and maybe, all right, so let's take it, let's, let's go super wide here, okay? So maybe beyond that maybe it's like you know how now everything's farm to table fresh and you want to know the history of where your food's what, coming from what's the chicken's name yeah yeah okay Mr. Portland yeah. uh, you know the same could be said for beverages too right like so your Bud Light's coming from who knows where I mean some factory somewhere consistency's key yeah Bud Light's Bud Light as you were saying but if you have these microbreweries oh well then you get to listen to the beer master and talk about the hops and all the ingredients they put in and blah blah blah, blah. like so I don't know. I mean, food and drink aren't two, two separate things in the grand scheme of things, so maybe that's just what's happening. People you know, are... it, it would be interesting to go study the like how old the phenomenon of wine tasting actually is, mm. right? Because I bet that's fairly recent, like mm-hmm. last 20 years, last 30 years, something something like that. No. It's, it's got to be. Like, Napa's not that old, right? Par- Judge, Judgment of Paris or whatever was like in the 70s or mm-hmm. something like that. Um so we're going down a rabbit hole here, but we are. Uh, but I'm wondering if the beer world is just following the same phenomenon that the wine world has, yeah. where it's like people want boutique producers, blah blah blah. Yeah. Or the the illusion of yeah right yeah because like you go look at say Constellation right and they own huge all these multi freaking gazillion company and they air quotes here I'm uh-huh. air quoting like yeah. own these boutique you know yep. Charles Smith. You know, yep. Kim Crawford, mm-hmm. like whatever. You think you're getting that, like that little vineyard in Marlboro, mm-hmm. and it's actually <laughs> yep. multinational, yep. like publicly traded mm-hmm. giant business. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Main topic time. Where are we doing on time? Let's let's check. Mm-hmm. We're at 17 minutes. Right. We're cruising. Hey, this could be our first like 45 minute episode. Hey, let's go for it. You know, episode one was, but now we've debated whether or not we actually want to release that. <laughs> Yeah, that was something else. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, basically, what we wanted to do is talk about, like, what in sort of this in two parts, putting together a podcast, which might 
turn into a little bit of me monologuing. Uh, and then part two, marketing said podcast. So uh, I think that you know we're not going to go into near the depth or do justice to like the how-to. And if you go Google how to put together a podcast, you're going to run, run into a guy named Pat Flynn uh, from the Smart Passive Income podcast. Uh, met that dude. Super chill. Yeah. Awesome guy. Seems like that. He's a partner of ours uh, in our real life. So, awesome dude. Although, I will have to say, like, this whole concept of smart passive income, these guys that are, like, awesome in that space, yeah. they're still working their ass off. Oh, yeah. There's no such thing <laughs> as just sitting back relaxing. <laughs> yeah. They're doing their thing. Pat Flynn's hustling. Yeah. So, like, yeah. yeah. Passive income, my ass. <laughs> yeah. It's active passive. It's 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 full time, guys. <laughs> and those guys probably work more than your average like nine to fiver corporate dude does. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, anyway, okay. So putting together a podcast. So if you want to put together a podcast, what do you need? Um, basic equipment. You're going to need something to record it with. We, when we first had the idea, while sharing a bottle of wine. Uh, it was more your idea. Okay, but I'm, you, I'm just along for the ride. You you agreed to it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> no choice now. No, I'm non-committal. <laughs> it's like it's like you were asked to be married and you said, "Yeah, I guess." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, hey, do you want this tattoo? Yeah. 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 Why not? Plus or minus. Plus, plus or minus, like thirty <laughs> percent. Yeah. Uh, okay. Recording equipment. So I was at first thinking we'd do this on our phones. Uh, not really a great idea. Then I investigated a bunch of, bunch of USB mics. If you're going to have more than two people on the podcast, you really don't want to do that. You want to get what we're using, which is like a Zoom H5n. I'll put a link in the show notes. Still on sponsored.com. Now sponsored by Amazon. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, yeah, this thing's where it's at. And they have lower versions of it, and then there's also a bunch of companies that do it cheaper. So this is sort of like the professional-grade gear that you could get um, that makes expansion really easy. And then what we were talking about in our last podcast is we went and bought the... I went and bought the Chinesium, you know, uh, $22 microphones, which, from listening to the audio that came out of that thing, seemed like it was really good. Pretty legit. Yeah, wow. exactly. So I would invest in the recorder... I did invest in the recorder and then everything else secondary. Yeah. It would, like, so it's either shit that I had laying around or it's, uh, or it's like very cheap stuff I got off Amazon. Um, software. I run Macs at home. So GarageBand, but audacity is the tool that everyone uses. That's open source. Yeah. And so you can download Things that. Things been around forever. Forever. There's a million, million, uh, different tutorials online on how to use both of them so no problems there uh if you're gonna do video then you just compounded your problems exponentially uh so we have a gopro recording this one which if i look at the gopro you can't hear me anymore <laughs> uh focus you fuck yeah exactly so uh the gopro uh you then have to sync audio Video, and then we want to eventually get to the point where we're streaming live. Yeah. Right. Uh, 
for marketing reasons yep. uh, and for editing reasons because we don't want to invest a lot of time, can't invest a lot of time in editing. And so the more live to tape, live to, you know, upload type situations we have going on, uh, the better. So that covers that. I think that pretty much covers the setup. Like if you get if you get a recorder like this and you start talking, you're you're pretty much there. So what would you say cost price points were? So the microphones were twenty bucks. How much was the recorder? The the recorders the expensive part. That's yeah. probably two fifty. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, if you want the GoPro, it was like what, 150 or so. Yeah, but you could use a webcam or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Uh, and the recorder, you can go a lot cheaper. Yeah. I, I. You nerded out. I nerded out, yeah. and I had aspirations of us continuing this. Yeah. So I sort of have benchmarks where I say, okay, if we get to like 10 episodes, then I'll add like, you know, a better microphone. Right. Or if we get to five episodes, I'll add like a mixing board. So that's. That's where you start layering on these things, and you have to kind of think about what you want to do. Yeah. If you want to, uh, if you want to do like Skype in someone, all of a sudden you're going to need a big mixing board, and it, yep. it, like you're on your own. It, then it keeps <laughs> compounding. It, very it keeps compounding. Yeah. It gets a lot more complicated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Um, okay. Marketing. Marketing stuff. Yeah. So, I can talk. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So uh, we're we're way out of our depth here. Right, so what you're what you're hearing right now is us talking about what we intend to do, and if you're listening to this podcast, it has worked. Hopefully, maybe, maybe. So, from what I have researched, the iTunes algorithm rewards spikes. Right, so you want people to go to your show and hit subscribe, and the more of them that do it in a tighter time frame. Mm-hmm. The more likely you are to get moved to, you know, top, best, this week, new and noteworthy type pages on their uh, on their site, right? And those are the site that, you know, the discovery pages that people use yep. to find new podcasts, right? So if you can game that algorithm, game is the wrong word. Utilize. Utilize. Utilize <laughs> to your advantage. Play to. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, city noise. That sounds like... That's a motorcycle. That's a motorcycle. Yeah. 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 Okay, if you can... If you can work that algorithm... You're... Leverage. You're doing good. Right? But we have, like... We have a bunch of, like, second-order problems, right? Because that's what we want, right? A bunch of... A bunch of subscriptions. But... We're gonna have to use other channels to get people in there. Right? And we're not working with an email email list. Correct. And neither of us have massive social media profiles. Correct. So we are literally starting at the bottom. Hmm. A great artist once said that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So we grabbed a domain name. Stolensponsor.com. Hosted it at HostGator. HostGator.com. Exactly. Installed WordPress. From WordPress.org. Exactly. Actually, I used the OWP product, so it, it was out of the box like Optimized that. Optimized WordPress, got it. Yeah, got uh, it. yeah. sorry. Optimized WordPress. Um, throw some analytics in there. Grab a join my mailing list. We use Sumo. Sumo me. Uh, Sumo now. Just Sumo. Yeah, they bought that. They made a whole big stink. They bought that domain for like a million and a half dollars or something. Oh. Sumo. I'll ask Noah about it. I'm having lunch with him next yeah. week. So. Yeah. Uh, cool. So, 
build out your website. I've been working on the content. Zach has been telling me that it blows in terms of bad. responsiveness. Yeah, it's horrible. So, I'm gonna fix it. <laughs> okay, but this is this is an important point for people that mm-hmm. are looking for like overnight success. And this has been my experience with WordPress. It's everything requires tweaking. Yeah. Right. So you're you're not going to just install some theme and have it work for you. Don't expect that. You can, but you're not going to be happy with it. There's always going to be like, ooh, I wish I could change this piece of it. Or, ooh, yeah. that doesn't work quite right. How yeah. I want it to. I always end up screwing around with CSS. Yeah. Which you're going to screw around with CSS yeah. because you're better at it than I am. Yeah. Right. As I said, I'll be the one fixing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so where can people learn CSS? Oh, you can search for it anywhere on the internet. Yeah. But no. you, you want to do like, uh, what are the tutorial sites that run you through practical examples? I don't know. Udemy or uh, Code Academy. Code Academy. Code Academy is one of the ones that I'd recommend if you want to learn that stuff. Lynda.com, which is now owned by LinkedIn, which is owned by Microsoft. Lynda has some good courses. Codemy, I think, is free. Like, totally free, and it's Mm -hmm. sort of gamified. So it's pretty nice. I I think that was the site that I used to learn, like, Python and stuff. So not that I still know it. That should be a topic of why you need to learn Python. And what you can do with it. Why, as a marketer, you need to learn how to code. Yes. Right? Yes. It's That's actually a really good topic we should talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Make exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, for another day. Yep. Um, okay, analytics, Google Analytics, mm-hmm. uh, email solutions. You could use Constant Contact. Everyone uses MailChimp. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Um, so there's the, that. So the key is you really want to, I mean, when you look at, like, how all these internet marketers say is like what the what the linchpin is of success it's getting an email list right and activating that base right and so that's that's why like even from the onset we're getting it up and running right. so before you hit our website join our mailing list as yeah. soon as you so as soon as you come up yeah mm-hmm. exactly yeah exactly the email list like and even when you look at what like, the way that tim ferris is monetizing his podcast it's all about that email list mm-hmm. now i think i i uh uh, I was talking to Ryan Moran, uh, who does like Freedom Fast Lane, mm-hmm. um, and I was speculating that Tim Ferriss makes more off his um, uh, more off his like affiliate links in Five Bullet Friday than he does off his actual <laughs> sponsorships. Would not be surprised. Yeah, I would not surprise me. I got that look like Ryan knew the answer but didn't didn't want to tell me. <laughs> it, it really wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, all right, so. That's the website part part of it. Like basically, it's a email capture device, and and it's the place to hold the show notes and hopefully get yeah. you a little bit of organic search value, right? And behind so, the scenes type things for our dedicated fans, all that yeah, good stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, okay, so podcast hosting. There's an important differentiation between web hosting and podcast hosting. Mm-hmm. So your web host is not going to love you for putting, you know, 70 megabyte files on their servers and then having a bunch of people, hopefully a bunch of people, hopefully, <laughs> uh, come download those giant files. Yeah. Right. That's not really what they're, they're not set up for media hosting. Um, you know, same way that YouTube's not set up for, you know, WordPress hosting, mm-hmm. right. They're just different animals. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you need to go find a different podcast, uh, host, so, 
I decided to go with Podbean because it seemed like they had like the unlim- quote unlimited plan that didn't limit the amount of storage space. They're running the same game that the web hosts are, right? They're, yeah. they're basically, they put a whole bunch of these guys together and the whole thing balances out. Yeah. But uh, it, it was like the unlimited data, unlimited bandwidth, or unlimited storage, unlimited bandwidth. There's an ant. There's a, there's a, well, you're making the hammer fist, so let's not so, kill it. it. Here, I'll, I'll do this. Okay. You're so kind. Yeah, well, <laughs> noise was more of my concern. Thud! Thud. Uh, Podbean. Podbean. Yeah. Yeah, I like those guys. But you, it would also be good to look for someone that has, like, a WordPress plugin. So Podbean does, SoundCloud does, Lipson does, all those guys. So, Chris, why didn't you use YouTube? Uh, we are going to be using oh. YouTube, right? And the you use YouTube in conjunction, but YouTube's not the kind of host that will let people using their iPhones download your uh, your episode, yeah. right? Because the other important thing is iTunes isn't hosting your files. iTunes is just a directory that is pointing users out to your host. That's important to know. That is important to know, right? So... So that's why you have the Podbean, the Libsyn, the SoundCloud, the whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. they basically what they do is they hold your files, they generate an RSS feed that you put into the directories. And then from there, uh, from there, I think the marketing is much more akin to the way that people were marketing their Snapchats, yep. you know, in early days. Right. Mm-hmm. So tying it in for you millennials that maybe don't. <laughs> Wait, no, isn't it now Generation Z? I, I don't know. It's the next retro millennial, isn't it? Whatever. Yeah. But Snapchat has Discovery now, so it's not mm. quite as like isolated as it was before. I still think Snapchat Snapchat's just a place for explicit rated pictures. I think many of our team members would disagree with you. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm an old fart. Yeah, I think you are. We, I this is be, I think I've said that every single episode. I'm an old fart. Yeah. 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 Well, we discussed this in the first episode yeah. where it's like our generation of internet marketer is not, you know, not what's out now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's not reminisce anymore. Please All don't right. throw us away. <laughs> We're still relevant. We're still relevant. Okay. So the question is how are we going to create this this pop? Yep. Right? Like even if it's small. Yep. And, and the question that we don't know the answer to is how much impact do we need right so my initial thoughts are like these small social media profiles that we do have we'll use right so we'll post like hey check out the podcast right leverage our personal Facebooks leverage LinkedIn yeah right Mm -hmm. you know uh, why not that's why not right because actually that's probably the most relevant audience for this podcast um and those people already know us. I would love to put some paid acquisition behind us. Now that's yeah. now you're talking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Facebook ads. Let's, uh-huh. let's go there. Yeah. So we know who our target audience is. We yeah. probably have alienated every single one of them. <laughs> so that that list gets very small. But for very cost-effective ways, we could do a lot of different things. So we could just literally have an email sign-up list on Facebook. And then have people get sent an email link saying, hey, here's a website, check us out, etc. 
one of the things we're going to need to experiment with is do you send people directly to iTunes or do you send them to stillunsponsored.com or do you mm-hmm. send them to... Yeah, and so that's an interesting piece because generally when you send, when you go outside of Facebook, your CPCs and CPMs go way up. It's, it's expensive now. Like, it, you know, you used to be able to get Facebook clicks for like 30, 40, 50 cents. Now it's 75 a dollar, two dollars, and depending on how you're targeted, it keeps going up. So, so maybe we have our fan page be the landing page that Bingo. then directs people yeah. out to iTunes. That's YouTube, what I'm thinking because et cetera, et cetera. yeah, because to keep it on platform, it's drastically yeah. cheaper. So, this is where the importance of like the reason that we're headed towards live video I, is more of a marketing tool than you know to bring audio or to mm-hmm. leverage the or to elevate audio versus actually use the live video. Um, the not live video. Still blinking. Yeah. It's, we're still on. Yeah. Yeah. It's still here. Uh-huh. You know. Uh, who knows what the framing's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good uh, knee shot. <laughs> yeah. It's a good knee shot. Here's my knee. <laughs> uh, and the people in the audio are like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Where are we going with that? Oh, yeah. Okay, because with Facebook Live, then everyone that was, like, subscribed to your page would get a no- notification, like, hey, these pe- these guys are going live, yep. you know. Or even YouTube, it's like, hey, they're going live. Yep. Um, and then the, the benefit on YouTube is I don't have to, like, recut and upload, you know. So, like, I did that for episode two, and the file size was nine gigs. Mm. So Holy moly. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Well, and the, it's, it's not great, right? Uh, wow. So, yeah, like a hour episode is clearly going to be huge. So we'd just be saving ourselves a ton of effort by doing it live. Yeah. We'll do it live. Just like Bill O'Reilly. But uh, not like him. Bad example. <laughs> bad example. <laughs> um, okay. So paid social. I think that's going to be the move. Yeah. So Kevin Rose, you know who he is? Dignation. We were talking about this. Dignation. Yeah, Dignation yeah. dude. Yeah. He was literally doing this. It was showing up on my feed uh, since like middle of this week. Mm-hmm. He had he had Alex Albright, whatever his name is, on his show. So it's like Dignation, but yeah. just a random episode of the Kevin Rose show. Yeah. Um, and I got to figure out how he was targeting, but yeah, he was showing up on both my Instagram and my Facebook. So that's the only way you're gonna be able to get people. Yeah. I mean, you know, viral this, viral that. It all comes down to the yeah. dollars. It does. So the other piece that we haven't talked about yet is le- leveraging accounts that might know you, mm-hmm. right? Or accounts, mm-hmm. you know, or organizations that might know you, mm-hmm. right? So maybe we could put out content that would be useful to those people and then ask for retweets or cross posts, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Essentially, link building for the social age. What our SEOs would recognize yeah. as yeah. link building. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. There's a lot of different ways you can do this. It's a matter of time, cost, benefit. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So this will be like an ongoing thing that we'll we'll discuss. So I, anyway, uh, I think this is maybe like a behind the scenes type episode of like what we're thinking and where we're at in this process. And since we're in New Orleans, it's kind of nice to have just like a chill. What are we doing? Yeah. Naval gazing type episode. <laughs> Naval gazing? Yeah. <laughs> Is that slang I'm unaware of? Why, why are we here? Listen, yeah, anyway. Naval gazing? Yeah. 
Yeah, just like something my old old like grandpa would say. Uh, Naval gazing back in my day. I think this is uh, related to like Buddhism. What? Yeah. Uh, Self indulgent or excessive contemplation of oneself. Okay, never mind. It's like more. Yeah. No, this is this is more accurate. Yeah, I, I think this is a good description of what we're doing here. Okay. <laughs> we're navel gazing. Got it. All right. Right. Yeah. There we go. Okay. And that is your vocabulary word of the day. Hey. <laughs> this is like in that bullshit column. This whole episode? Yeah. Oh no. I. Th- you know. All right. So to be fair, I think this episode would probably cover a little bit more marketing, like much more of a structured format. A little yeah. bit more marketing than I think we yeah. have in past past episodes. Yeah. yeah. I don't feel like we gave as much insight as we potentially could. Yeah. Like, But I think maybe this sets up a good foundation mm-hmm. for the people that are, again, as we discussed in our last episode, probably working backwards. Yes. <laughs> yes. Reading the book in reverse. Yes. Uh, you know, we'll see kind of where we were at at this point. Yeah. So... Let's let's do a time check, and I think it's about time to wrap it up. Well, thirty-eight minutes, dude. This is wow. like, this is going to be our fastest. You episode know what yet. it is? They're not drinking. You think so? Yeah. No, I think we 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 picked a topic that was a little bit thin. Mm. So you need more meteor. Yeah. Well, and we're sitting in a public place, and it, there's stuff happening. Yeah, there's stuff happening yeah. around us, and it is a little bit awkward to be yeah. just talking to ourselves. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, should have seen some weird things. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They work in a hotel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Well, <laughs> this has been the Still Unsponsored Podcast. Yeah. If you uh, like us, go to iTunes and rate us five stars, subscribe, all that good stuff. Give us some good reviews. Exactly. Check out the show notes at stillunsponsored.com. There'll be links to everything that we talked about. So uh, the, the equipment we're using on Amazon, as well as like Podbean and some other options. I'll throw in a link to uh, Pat Flynn as well, his awesome tutorial. Uh, if you're working your way backwards, uh, in the last episode we discussed like audio quality. Yeah. And uh, audio quality, audio quality. <laughs> and there's a guy <laughs> named Booth Junkie on YouTube. Got to go check that one out. Uh, yeah. Learned a ton from him. Um, you can find us on social. I'm CW360 on all the platforms, and you're Z Corta, Z K W A R T A. Exactly. So yeah. if you have questions you want covered, yeah. uh, you can either leave us a comment uh, on uh, stillunsponsored.com or uh, hit us up on social. Yeah. And we will answer your questions. Um, Maybe. If we feel like it. Right. Yeah. Okay. And as time allows. Yes. Next week, we promise we, we will be back in studio. Back in studio. AKA next your week. office. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. Mic dropped.